Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Money is such a central part of all of our lives. And it's like we don't know where to put it. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to be to become comfortable around it. There's the secretive sort of aspect of it's not polite, you know, talk about money, which, you know, is understandable because you're not going to get into a conversation with someone and dive right into, you know, you know, how much money have you been making and how long have you been making it? By the way, what are your parents? How much have they made? You know, all that. I mean, that's kind of crazy, but it's, it's all about one word. When it comes down to the end of the day, it's all just one thing, and that is confidence. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. 
There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Hey, Money Talkers. Welcome back to the show. If you've been listening for a while now, you know how just exuberantly passionate I am about helping you understand that money success is not just about the how-tos. If you've been in the how-to went around for a while now and you aren't making any progress, this episode is directly dedicated to you. As our guest Pam Kruger says, money success is not just numbers. 99% of success is behavior. And 1% is anything having to do with finance or math. That's really good news because we can actually do something about the behavioral part. Pam is also passionate about teaching you the importance of money EQ. She's the founder and CEO of WealthRamp, which is an advisor matching program that connects consumers like yourself with vetted and qualified fee-only financial advisors. She's also the creator and co-host of the award-winning Money Track Investor Education television series seen nationally on PBS and Friends Talk Money podcast. Pam's advice is that once you realize that confidence is the way to build a plan that will work for you, you can build from there in a way that actually works. So everything just starts clicking. In this episode, Pam shares her method for understanding how you can build money confidence starting today so that money can flow through your life in a way that actually moves you forward. Yes. Okay, go ahead, put this episode on repeat because it's worth a second, third, and fourth listen. Let's get talking. Well, Pam, I am so excited to have you on the show. One of the reasons I was so thrilled to talk with you is because I'm I'm just so fascinated by these questions that you sent over. And I'm imagining that everyone listening is things like, you know, what drives my spending? Why am I feeling unhappy about my money situation? How much debt am I carrying? You know, why am I not able to stick with an investment strategy? What are the factors that make me doubt myself with money? I mean, these are just common questions that we have. And I feel like when we talk about money, we tend to focus on the how-tos. But as you say, we really need to understand this thing called our money EQ first, that this is an important piece of, I guess, if we're talking about success, how we have success. So tell us about this idea of money EQ. What is this thing? Well, this is something that, thank you. I love being here. Thanks. Um, this is something that when you think about, we always talk about, you know, your IQ and we, we know there's the EQ, which is the emotional side that's just as important. Um, you know, how you approach life, how you approach everything you do, how you feel about it, et cetera. Well, when it comes to money, money is such a central part of all of our lives. And it's like, we don't know where to put it. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to be 
to become comfortable around it. There's the secretive sort of aspect of it's not polite, you know, talk about money, which, you know, is understandable because you're not going to get into a conversation with someone and dive right into, you know, know, (laughs) how much money have you been making and how long have you been making it? By the way, what are your parents? How much have they made? You know, all that. I mean, that's kind of crazy, but it's, it's all about one word when it comes down to the end of the day. It's all just one thing, and that is confidence. And so I think that you have to understand, we all have to understand that it's not just numbers. 99% of being successful with our money is behavior, and only 1% is really considered what I would consider to be anything to do with finance or math. And and that you start from that starting point, and then you realize that everything can kind of build around that. And you need to be able to feel confident in the end that that's how you can develop a plan. That's how you can believe in a plan because it's your plan and you have confidence in it. And there's a lot that goes into that, but that's the basis of it. It's confidence. So puzzling question then, if it is 99% of our success, why in the world is it not something that we talk about or understand more often? Well, I think it's just been cultural. It's just the way we've been raised generation after generation after generation. And every family has their own way of dealing with their own money. And every generation, think about it, kind of comes into it and they either have their, um, you know, negative, uh, you know, maybe perceptions around money, maybe having too much or having too little scarcity, whatever it might be, fears, um, or, you know, maybe if it's a healthy environment, even in the best of cases, look how many people graduate, kids that graduate from high school, never have had a personal finance class in their entire life. Right. Not one. So as they've gone through this whole high school experience and learned, you know, different things, they've left out the life skills called dealing with money. So everybody comes from a different family. Everybody kind of comes into this with very little knowledge and understanding, let alone feeling at all like you've explored how do you feel about money? What is your attitude about money? What is your, your aspiration for your own lifestyle? And money flowing in, do you need a job and how you handle it as you're growing up when you're a kid and how this all just gets like completely avoided. And so is it any, any mystery that by the time we hit, you know, thirties and forties, we're saying, what's it, I'm not really sure how to go about this or, or I don't have a really good attitude about paying off my debt. I feel really ashamed of myself for having this. And it's just all a big topic. We just culturally as a culture we just don't deal with it you brought up childhood i read a statistic i don't remember who had the statistic but it was something to the effect that by age seven our money personality is set and that always sort of blew me away because i don't remember a lot before age seven And so to think that it would have that much of an imprint on my money behaviors now is is just crazy. I mean, tell me a little bit more about childhood and the role that plays in our success. So if we think about when you think about when you were a kid, 
and you were growing up, the, the, one of the memories that comes back to me really vividly of maybe being seven, probably eight, playing Monopoly. And that, I think, was my one of my first earliest awarenesses of how I felt about money, um, playing a board game that's competitive, understanding the rules, understanding that there's only so much money and you're going to win by getting a big pile of it at the end. Um, even being that young and remembering the excitement that I felt about, you know, launching a lemonade stand, you know, in the summer, doing something, selling Girl Scout cookies, whatever it might have been to raise money. I mean, you think about those early, early memories. Now, think about your parents and think about the influences that you were getting at that age. Now, imagine that, you know, you're that child and imagine that you have a parent Let's say it's a it's a very dominant, strong voice. Let's say it's your mom who's really always worried about running out of money. And that's that's a narrative that you hear over and over play out all the time. Let's say that she's the one that pays the bills and she's under she just feels like she's under pressure all the time. And what that does when you're a kid, if you don't have any other way to, you know, kind of counterbalance it you start to develop anxiety really, really early around the mysteries of how much money do we have? Are we going to run out of money? The last time I was at the grocery store and I asked my mom if we could get, you know, a particular box of popsicles or whatever it is, or ice cream, she said, no, look how expensive it is. Oh my gosh. Does that mean we're poor? And you, you're just a little tiny kid and you just don't have any idea of what's going on. You know that money is important. You know you want your allowance if you can earn it. You want your your dollars and your $5 and $20, whatever it is. And you you start to just get this whole sense that you have some kind of connection to money at right there, right then. And you're either going to be, you know, the person who is coming from the family where there's a really healthy attitude about money and there's plenty. There's an abundance. Don't worry, we're not going to run out. Even if you are going to run out, but you don't have that sense of urgency. And this, this is some of the things that leave a huge imprint. How can they not emotionally on how you feel about money and your self-worth around money? Because then you start to develop these other sorts of feelings like, you know, I feel guilty or I feel like, am I really worthy of making this much? And women especially can fall into that trap of going and, you know, I remember negotiating for the very first time in a role where I was recruited into a, a, a position at a company. And because I was recruited, it gave me the guts to actually negotiate for the first time. <laughs> but other than that, I was just sort of at the whim of the employer who said, well, this is what we're offering as the salary range. So your, you know, your EQ around your own money and being tuned into it and understanding yourself can help you get over your weaknesses. Because that might have been there and then where I said, you know what, I've got to face the facts. I have a little bit of an issue. Somehow I don't <laughs> feel worthy of making the bigger salary that I think is the competitive amount of money I should be making that the guy over here is making. What's wrong with me? And that's when I started discovering that there is just this huge, and it just takes a huge weight off your shoulders once you understand there may be an issue. 
And if there is, it's better to just understand it and start to work with it and don't try to always hide it or run away from it. It's interesting you you bring that up because in my household, my f- dad worked in the financial industry. And so we would talk about money, but not talk about money. So it was like this weird, I was I always grew up in a house where I knew we had enough money. We, you know, I, we lived in a nice house. It wasn't something I had to worry about. I had that privilege as a kid. However, we always shopped on the sale rack. So whenever we went somewhere, it was like, okay, we're going to go straight to the sale racks. And I would scratch my head and say, well, isn't there some times where we maybe just spend like the actual full amount on something? And so then what I realized as I got in college and through my 20s was I had this like phobia of spending full price or paying full price on something. And I I couldn't understand like, where did this come from? So I think when we start to like unpack this for ourselves, it's like all these aha moments start coming. I'm curious, the weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. 
Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. DeleteMe is not just a one-time service. DeleteMe is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for DeleteMe, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Did you, I mean, was money something that you you talked about in your household when you were growing up or was it something that was still kind of like this, you know, we, we don't talk about that subject? So for me, the two talk tracks were were really huge. And, and maybe that's what made me think about money. Maybe that's what made me have to step back and say, what's my problem? Because on my mom's side, I was getting that worry, 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 anxiety, and it freaked me out. On my dad's side, you know, sort of like you, where your dad was in the financial industry, my dad worked for uh, a company that, you know, he was um, always involved with. I always remember him reading the Wall Street Journal and talking to me about money in a completely different way, more in an investing way. And this is how this works. And by the time I was in high school, I actually was having conversations with my dad on a regular basis about the stock market and he loved to talk about economics and things like that. So I had these two weird, completely disjointed talk tracks going on. Now, 
everybody has, you know, different influences that are happening. I think that the point is that at some point you realize that what we, what you want to do is you want to develop your own EQ. You want to develop your own sense of confidence around how you feel about earning money, about spending money, about investing money, and about managing money. And we never take the time to do that. We always do it after the fact, after things have happened where we, you know, we've learned by trial and error, or we kind of have an awareness. And maybe some people never get the awareness and they just kind of go through it and just, you know, they just always putting the emphasis on um, this is the amount of money I need to make. I'm making that amount of money. I'm paying my bills. That's the end of it. And that's fine if it works. But I think that at a deeper level, Money is so central to our existence, air, yes, water, breathing, money, we need it. So I think getting good with it and getting confident about it. And some people would say, well, confidence for me means handing, handing decisions over to my partner or my spouse, or maybe I do have a financial planner. I really want as little to do with it as possible because I don't like it. I'm not into numbers and I'm not into money. But other times it, it's, it, it might be that you, you discover that you do enjoy, you know, understanding and learning more. So you kind of have to tap into your, your sense of what's going to make you feel confident and not feel guilty or not feel stupid, not feel intimidated by all the information that's out there that's coming at you about investing and saving and what you're supposed to be doing. You know, so I think it's just, it's a good conversation to have with you and people you love about, you know, how important is living a certain lifestyle? Is that lifestyle going to require that I make $200,000 a year? And will we need a retirement that starts at a million dollars? Do we need to buy a million dollar house? You know, what makes you happy? And what do you live on? And how do you, how does money flow through your life? And are you confident about that at whatever level it might be, just getting good with it and getting confidence around it? So you, you brought up a lot of questions. I'm, I'm curious if there are any, I don't know, exercises or activities or any structure around how we can start to create more or create more of, I guess, an understanding of our money EQ. Since this is an area we don't play in very often, you know, how do we create like the environment to even start asking these questions? I think there's definitely some structure that you, to, to put around it. Once you decide that you do want to become more confident, you really kind of want to get to know yourself and really look and stare at behaviors that might hold you back or behaviors that you can be saying, hey, this really works for me and I am comfortable and I am confident. I need to do more of this. First of all, Maybe number one is just recognize how you may be thinking and acknowledge as you're going through the week or through the, you know, the month as it occurs to you organically, just kind of acknowledge that money sometimes may be getting in your way. It might be upsetting to you. There might be some friction. And then start to stop and say, okay, that's a perfect example of where this is tripping me up. Right. Um, I'm feeling like the, the, um, student loan debt or the 
credit card debt that I have or the car payment that I decided to take on that's too much for me is every time I get on the topic of it or go to pay that bill electronically, even though it's automatic, I'm looking at my statement, whatever, I'm, I'm feeling a certain way. And I think it just kind of starts there. Just recognize how you may be thinking and how it might be actually not helping you. So the second step for me is, you know, you fortify yourself because the goal is once you recognize the self-talk that seems to be a little bit negative, or maybe it's keeping you up at night, or it's just making you feel weird and uncomfortable around your partner, whatever it is, that's making you feel awkward. You know, tell just tell yourself that you have choices. You have choices. You can take control of the monster. You can, let's say that a debt, because debt is so often just such a big looming, you know, sort of a monster that's in the background there. You can decide that you're going to take over and you're going to take control by doing a step-by-step. You're going to make progress step-by-step. You know, there's different time-tested ways that you can pay down your credit cards in a really powerful way. You know, that even has a name to it because of this behavior, because of this EQ. It's called the snowball method. It's not financial. It's all based on helping us get better habits around our behavior and how we feel. And the snowball effect to paying down the debt that you feel bad about is decide that you're going to make your biggest payments to those debts that you have the lowest balance. Why? Because if you keep doing that, you're going to see your debt start to melt away just like a snowball melting. That's power. And that's what we're looking for. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion in polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meeting from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have, with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love the snowball method. It's a method that I use because I think it just 
tricks my brain into saying, hey, look, progress is happening. Let's keep with it. And it just makes me feel like something is actually happening. And then you're actually making the connection very successfully between the real world and how you are with money and how you feel about the progress that you're making. When those two things start to come together, it's very powerful because then you say, wow, I have more control than I thought I did. Because part of my whole illusion and my irrational concern and fear was that I was feeling insecure because I feel like, A, I don't know enough, and B, I have no control. Well, you do. You do have control. So after you get through that snowball method, once you've nailed you know, those really smaller bills, then you can start making your biggest payments to the debts that carry the highest interest charges. And you can start to see that change and that progress. This exercise is not only going to help you pay down your debt. It's not all about that. It's about you. It's about how you can gain confidence. And you can start to feel like you're you're breathing and you have a much deeper sense of satisfaction from there. And then you're on your way to starting to figure out who you are with money and how you can become confident and comfortable about the level of interest you have in it. Because if you're not interested in finance and the stock market and Bitcoin and so what? There's no judgment around that. Just be comfortable and confident about what you're doing with your money and that you understand what you, if you're in a relationship, how that marries and gels with the relationship. And then I think the third way, there is a couple steps here. The third step is that there are some simple mind tricks that are more than money tips. You can allow yourself to start to see yourself grow a bigger savings and emergency cushion. Even if you feel like you already have enough, let's say that you have three months to six months of bills paid that are sitting in a checking account, not really earning any interest. It's just kind of sitting there. It's not in your 401k. You're not, you, you know, you're, you're paying your debt separately. You've got this sort of just this cushion. You can start to feel like you can add to that cushion at any point in time. And the bigger you make that cushion, even if you're not earning interest on it, it's giving you again, a sense of control that, Hey, if I got laid off, or if I decided to leave this position that I don't really like right now, I've got nine months worth of living expenses saved up and I'm not going to spend it all. But geez, I've got six months there that I know for a fact I can, I can, I can make better decisions in the rest of my life around the rest of my life because I'm not freaked out that if something happens, I don't have a savings account. And maybe you don't have that savings account today. Maybe you're, you're aspiring to have that savings account get started. Again, it's like snowball in the other direction. Start with a low <laughs> weeny weeny snowball and roll it and roll it and roll it. And pretty soon, you know, you'll notice that you have a nice looking cushion. And that cushion is all about making you feel more comfortable. So you, you talked about feelings and how feelings play into things. And obviously, right now we're in a time where rates are rising. We've got inflation. We've got a lot of pressure for people's just everyday money and spending. So I'm wondering if we're if we're having these feelings of maybe anxiety, stress, whatever, and we go to the gas station, you know, we put the gas in our car and we're like, what? It cost us how I know, much I just did money? It. 
how, just did like, it. How do we balance those feelings with, you know, some strategies uh, around our money? Like, how, how do we marry those two together so we don't let the anxiety like get completely out of control and completely overwhelm decision making? Well, it does. There are tools. There are ways to do it. And and the reason that I know it is because I did it myself. I had to do this myself. I went through it. So essentially, it's not like you have to go through a 12-step program. (laughs) But again, you know what? You're not going to go to the gas station and flip out or go to Whole Foods. And, you know, every time I go to Whole Foods now, it's like $100 every time I walk out of the store, no matter how big or small the bag is. That could easily have freaked me out, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, but it doesn't now because I've really gotten straight with, you know, calm down. You know where you are with your money. You know where you are with your savings. You know where you, where you are with paying down your debt. You know where you are that you can control. Now, you're in control of the things you can control, including knowledge about investing, interest in investing, all these things that seem to be so impossible to even get your arms around. Just even understanding the basics gives you confidence. And at that point, when you're when you're kind of tapped into what you're doing that you have control of, then you can accept. It sounds really like cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> right? It's you can accept what you can't control. You can't control. We can't control. Shame. We can't control in- inflation. We can't control the fact that we might not be able to make an uh, an offer on this house that we really wanted because the interest rates and mortgage rates just went up that's not worth getting really anxious over. Why? Because you can't control it. All you can control is what's within your control. That calms you down. That's when you go to the gas station and you say, I know, I know this, hopefully this is temporary. 8% inflation. Holy cow. You know, $70 to fill up my gas tank. Hopefully it's temporary, but it might not be because inflation just means that you're you're not getting anything extra, anything new. You're just paying 8% more on everything that you need to live that you've already been paying for. So it's it sucks. It's bad. But you're not going to feel like it has anything to do with you. Either, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Because you've already gotten good with what you're doing. You've got your plan to control your debt and spend it down. I mean, to save it. I mean, to sorry, to pay it down. You've already got your plan to maybe stock up on your emergency fund. You've already got a plan to learn more about investing in the basics or, you know, take advantage more of your 401k at work or a Roth IRA. So once you've controlled the things that you can control, you calm down about the things you can't control. Mm, I like that a lot. Um, We've been using this word confidence a lot in our conversation, you you're an investor ad- advocate and educator, and you really your mission is to help people build confidence. And I'm wondering how did that that passion that you have how did that lead you to create Wealth Ramp? Well, <clears throat> I had a television series that was on PBS. It was a weekly series that was on 255 PBS stations nationally, and <clears throat> on the program, so many of our viewers would come to me and say, Pam, I really don't want to do this myself. 
I really don't want to learn how to manage my own money and invest my own money. I really want to know what I know, but collaborate with an advisor. Please help me find a, a financial planner or an advisor. So, so many people just kept asking me. And because I've been in this industry since I was 24, and it's not an industry I like, I really don't like it. The financial services and financial advice industry has given itself a pretty bad black eye, and it deserves it. Um, it's not been consumer friendly. And I felt like if I'm going to create something, I'm going to create something that will help people connect with financial planners and advisors whose goal and uh, who are rigorously vetted, of course, fee only fiduciary. And at the end of the day, I want people who come to why, you know, who want to meet an advisor, I want them to wind up with a, a sense of peace of mind and confidence. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I, I actually was able to put something together and launch something that is based on my passion and my real mission. And at the end of the day, you know, my, my whole mission is to help people feel more confident about their own ability to be good with where they are with money. Not try to get everybody up to the same speed. Everybody's different, but just try to help people feel comfortable with where they are. And that means sometimes people want help and they say, Pam, you know, I want a financial advisor. I want a planner. I don't want to do it by myself. Fine. That's good. But if you're going to meet an advisor through me, the goal of that collaboration is going to be confidence, peace of mind, because when it's done correctly, that advisor can be a game changer in your life, really, truly a game changer because you'll acquire knowledge, you'll have the help you need because you know you need it. So it's, again, it kind of circles back to, do you want help? Do you need help? Do you want to take this on by yourself in terms of you know knowing about investing and you can always change your mind throughout your life that you want help or you don't want help? But I find that there are people who dive right into it and they love it. And there are people who say, I'm not comfortable managing my own money and I don't want to make those big decisions by myself. So I want help. No matter how you get there, you've got to feel confident about your whole way of spending, saving, making, and managing money and, and the level of money in your life, just to be able to be at peace with it. And to know that if you're not at peace with it right now, because I might feel like I'm not making enough money, I don't have enough money, then formulate a plan based on what you know you can do that will step by step get you there. And that, again, gives you that sort of confidence and that comfort level and that control feeling about things you can control. So I'm listening to this episode right now. Maybe I'm in my car, I'm on the BART, wherever I'm, wherever I'm at. And I want to know some advice that you can really leave me with to help me create better habits, beliefs, or this, this relationship with my money. Like, what can I start working on today? For someone who's looking at probably the biggest obstacle, which is getting rid of guilt and getting rid of feelings of misery around not having enough money and scarcity, I would highly recommend a tool that's a digital tool, and I'll bet you've talked about it a zillion times. It's you need a budget. Yes. Ynab.com. 
I am, I might as well work for them. They might as well be paying me because I'm <laughs> promoting it constantly. But I, I hear over and over and over again from people, this was a game changer for me because what, what it is, is it's a way to approach getting good with budgeting and really understanding that your money's working for you. You're working for money, but your money's working for you. And it, really helps you to kind of sort the laundry and figure out the best ways to do things. And you learn as you go and it starts to help you create those habits. And that's what we're looking for here. We want to create brand new habits that are going to feed into our confidence because we can see we're making progress, just like with the snowball method and approach to paying down debt. These little steps are huge. So I love, I love you need a budget for a tool that I would look to immediately for help with budgeting at any level. Even if you feel like you already had a budget, but if you feel like you're just miserable or money's causing you, you know, a lot of anxiety for whatever reason, it, it can really help you. Well, Pam, thank you for helping us all feel a little bit more confident today. Uh, I, so, so thrilled at your message. I think it's so important. And I would love for you to tell everyone listening where they could go to connect with you or if they want more information about WealthRamp. Absolutely. Um, my email address is pam at wealthramp.com, like ramp up your wealth, WealthRamp. And I never tell people that they need a financial planner or an advisor. I wait for people to say, I want help. And then they come to me. So people who know that they are ready for a financial planner or an advisor. I have a very curated network that I of advisors I have rigorously vetted and who are fee only, which means they don't get paid commissions. They don't sell anything. These advisors are real true advisors. So that's that's where people can find me. Wealthramp.com, Pam at wealthramp.com. It took me a very long time to realize that confidence my money story, beliefs, and all the other behavioral stuff that no one talks about are the missing links. These are the things that Pam was talking about with you in this episode. Understanding this all, it doesn't automatically mean you're going to have money success, but it will move you forward from stuck to go in ways that you just never knew possible. You're just going to need to trust me on this one and go forward with a little faith. Pam shared some amazing gems to help you build some confidence right now. And I think with her wisdom, maybe you can start working on the behavioral piece. And like I said, before you know it, I guarantee you're going to start to see some change. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two favors. One, share it with everybody that you know, tell them why they should be listening to this episode. And two, go to the podcast player you're listening to this episode in right now and leave us an honest review. I'll see you back here in a few days to keep talking money. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth.
Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.